Hey, pull up a chair and welcome back to PR After Hours. I am Alex Greenwood, your virtual bartender, if you will, at this happy hour where we offer you a cocktail of weekly tips on public relations, marketing, and some business management stuff thrown in. Today's a special episode. I went on site to uh, iWorks Gladstone in Gladstone, Missouri, which is right in the Kansas City metro area. iWorks is a co-working space. It's huge. It's one of several owned by the iWorks brand. And I had the uh, privilege and pleasure to sit down with Bob Martin, one of the entrepreneurs who started iWorks. And we talked for about an hour about a ton of stuff related to his career and creativity and marketing. And I thought I would share a little bit of that with you here on the PR After Hours podcast. What we're going to share with you is a little bit of the interview where he talks about the value of storytelling and a couple of other little tips that I've cut from that previous interview. So um, if you want to hear the entire interview, I'll put a link in the show notes it's on a different program called Mysterious Goings On that I also host. And it's a, it's a fun show. It's a little more about creativity and a little more about people's lives and their careers uh, is all wound into that. So, um, But this being basically a cocktail of tips and stuff to help you with your business, I thought I'd focus on the specific parts from the interview with Bob that will cover that. So I hope you will, uh, right after this, take a good listen to Bob Martin talking about a few marketing tips that I think could be beneficial to you. And I'll be right back at the end of the show to uh, let you know what's going on next here on PR After Hours. Really interesting. Yeah, I've had a fun life. I've um, I spent the better part of a decade working in sports marketing. So I worked with um, Hall of Fame athletes. I used to joke because I would go in and talk about what I did to my my children's classmates, and even when they were in high school. And I was talking about people like uh, Joe DiMaggio and Ted Williams that I worked with, and Rod Carew and Wayne Gretzky. And these kids' eyes were just glassed over. They they had never heard of these people. So I realized I had aged somewhat, but I had a really good time doing that. We were licensed by the um, all the four major sports, and, you know, again, with those constraints, um, you know, you, you, you figure out how to be creative and, and operate within the licenses and the rights that you have to use these like to use these likenesses and, and these trademarks, and um, so on top of that, it was a, a great gig. It was, um, I've always been a big fan of small business, and that's what this was. This was a startup. I was the number three employee. We built it up, and um, we sold it. We were in Huntington Beach, California, and we sold it to a a company out of Philadelphia. I tell people the height of my sales career was when I convinced my wife that South Jersey was the same as Southern California. So, so we went off and we went in that direction. My dad thought the only way the job could have been better if we'd had a, um, a beer tap in my office. And so I tried to get make that happen. But it was a real good run, a real enjoyable time. And um, after that, I went to work for, um, I was in charge of marketing for the Thomas Kincaid Company, the famous painter of light, and did that for a couple of years. And that was a real... Interesting sociological experiment <laughs> experience. It was an experiment and experience. Really? But, um, yeah, and so I, I had a, some really great opportunities there. I got to work with the Lights of 60 Minutes. We did a, a program with them that uh, Mike Wallace was doing the interviews with Tom, and Mike Wallace is a big traditional American artist, so he was just lobbing up softballs, and Tom was putting them out of the park. And, um, and we cued it so that the 60 Minutes episode ran right after we got Tom to be on the board of directors with the Salvation Army. And so he broke open the the uh, 
kettlebell ringing that particular Thanksgiving on the Dallas Cowboys football show. And Ooh. three nights later, we had him on the 60 Minutes episode. And that following week, our sales were just through the roof. So it was a, it was a real marketing coup, but um, it, was a, it was a good time. Um, and left there, started my own company, and uh, did, some, did some fun things with that. And then in 2005, that was still in Northern California. We were working with Thomas in a, sm- a small town called Morgan Hill, California just south of, of uh, San Jose, and then we moved back here into the Kansas City area in 2005, been here since. So uh, this is interesting to me on a creative level. You went from sports marketing to art marketing. I mean, was there a big difference? You know what I mean? Was it, was it widgets versus widgets? Was it uh, leveraging a brand is, is the same thing no matter where it's from? Um, not too much because most of the products that we were creating in the art community, um, or excuse me, in the sports community, were artistically related, so lithographs and figurines and things of that nature that replicated these artists. And um, I also worked for the M.I. Hummel Company. Some of the older con- congregation might be listening. The figurines. That's the, that was the one by the, uh, the famous nun in Germany. And um, so I made a whole career really out of marketing things that people have absolutely no need for. <laughs> and, um, so in that way, much of it was the same. Um, you know, the, the, the thing I think I learned from... A little bit from M.I. Hummel, but certainly from the sports world, and then translated specifically to the arts world with Tom, is that it's really easy to market something when there's a story attached to it. Yeah. I was thinking about that coming over here today, is that, you know, the really strong businesses have two things. They have a good business foundation, and they have a great story. Yeah. And when those two are aligned, or can intertwine, it's amazing what can happen. And so that helped, obviously, with the sports uh, marketing and the athletes, they've all created their own stories. They have had their careers, their Hall of Famers. They've had moments within those Hall of Fame careers that stand out. I think about Ted Williams hitting a home oh. run in his last at bat. Oh. And, um, you know, I was a Roberto Clemente fan of his tragic um, death. We just saw it recently with Kobe Bryant. And, you know, we're seeing all the highlights in his career, but with an understanding that um, we all are sort of mortal. But when you have these stories that you can tell, that resonate with consumers, it's so much easier to market. And, and honestly, I'll say that when you have constraints, it's easier to market. You can, you, it defines parameters. I have a, a joke as a, as a journalist by education. You know, no writer can write without a deadline. And, and I, think 100%. That, I think that's true with creatives. You know, I work with a lot of artists. And my grandmother was an artist of some renown. And I just saw her, and if she... She could take forever on a project if there wasn't like this time limit. So, right. but when there, were, there was a time limit, and she knew sizes, and she knew she did a, a big backdrop for um, the Globe Theater in Minnesota for a Shakespearean play. I don't know, recall which one it was, but it was a triptych that she had to do that was about sixteen feet tall and about eight feet wide each panel. And you know, she had a deadline on that, and it was fantastic. The stuff that she put out for that particular project was fantastic. But give her a. If she had an art show coming up, it was the day before the art show. She was cranking out five or six new pieces. <laughs> I love that, though, about the deadline. And that's something that's something we can all, whether you're artistic or creative uh, in general, we all need our deadlines. But that is so true. Uh, I'm also, you know, just like you, former journalism, got that background. Yeah, that's true. I mean, if they said, well, I, I got a feature, it's due in a week or so. Well, I got started on that feature about two days out, maybe. You know, it just right. happens. Certainly, I wouldn't cast aspersions because uh, <laughs> I'm as indictable as anyone. But it is, it is kind of a shame, and I think that's where the great ones get their greatness, is that I don't know that they still take advantage of the time that they're allotted to do these projects, mm. but in that last hour, what they put out is just inspiring. 
think we can all agree that Bob had some really good points there about storytelling and just some general stuff about marketing that might be helpful to you. Again, if you want to hear the complete interview with Bob, just check the show notes here, but it's over at Mysterious Goings On. It's a weekly podcast that a little more artsy than businessy, but I think you'll find some good stuff on there that will be helpful to you. If nothing else, it might be a fun diversion. But here we go. Uh, our happy hour is about at an end here. We've got stuff to do. Um, just wanted to invite you to uh, let me know what you think about this uh, podcast. You can reach me through alexgpr.com. The link will be in the show notes. Happy to uh, put a link in there, and then you can contact me through that page if you have questions or if you need a consultation. We do offer a free 30-minute consultation on the phone, typically, depending on what it is you're looking for. It's got to be something, of course, that we do and we can help you with in general, but if that's the case, we're happy to set up a quick call and find out if we can do more for you. And, of course, if you're really enjoying uh, the tips you're finding here on this show, uh, we've got a uh, little link in the show notes where you can support this podcast with a monthly donation to help us uh, bring you future episodes. It's not much. There are several options, and anything you can do helps out. It just helps give us a little incentive to keep going and helps pay hosting fees, stuff like that. All right? Well, again, I hope you enjoyed your cocktail of tips this week. I really appreciate Bob Martin from HighWorks joining us, and I hope you'll join us next week, your next cocktail from PR After Hours. <laughs>